Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ujvala Radio, a show dedicated to love and passion, and the power they have to transform our lives. Now, find a comfortable place to sit, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, here's Terry and Robin. And good evening, everyone, or good afternoon, or good morning, wherever in the world you are. Welcome to Ujvala Radio. Uh, This is Terry Power, and wow, did I not realize how out of date that uh, station opener is, Uh, (laughs) referring to to my wife as Robin McKean, and uh, uh, she is now Robin Power, um, has been for a little while. And uh, wow, here we are. We are back. Um, uh, two years and a few months um, uh, since we decided we were going to take a short couple of months break. And um, then uh, we are. Um, so uh, we took a short break and it turned into something a little bit longer. And that's, uh, you know, life happens. Things things happen in our world. And um, uh, for, well, you know, we took a couple of months off. We had been working for three solid years. And then uh, Robin was in an automobile accident. So. True. Um, and, you know, and, and life changed. That uh, That really kind of changed everything that we were doing. And. Uh, the focus became on getting her well and back to full health. And here we are two years and a month or two since, well, about two, three months since the accident, two years, three months. And uh, life is, uh, life has returned somewhat to normal. I mean, as much as normal is going to be in any given, uh, any given time. And then, you know, of course we're starting to uh, get ready to, and uh, launch into other endeavors and then, you know, COVID-19. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. Yeah. Robin, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just agreeing with you that this, you know, we, we were trying to get back to normal and then all of a sudden, you know, coronavirus and COVID-19 happens and throws everything for a loop, which was really in a lot of ways though, part of why we decided to get back on the radio um, we really felt that there was a need for people uh, to hear friendly voices, people that they knew and people that they had a long history with. And, you know, could, I mean, pe- people have been listening to us for three years previ- previously. They kind of know a lot, some of this that we loved to talk about. And so they'll know this isn't just something we just picked out of a hat and decided to start talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was three years before that and then, but um, I was another uh, three years before that on uh, on another network before we you know before we launched the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, and so for about six years I had been at least once a week, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sharing my thoughts and ideas and mostly my opinions, you know, because I tell everybody I still don't have any answers, I still don't have your answers, you know, I've got uh, my answers and a lot of opinions, so. <laughs> Um, uh, so I'm still, still, uh, you know, ready to start sharing my opinions again, 
Um, so, you know, in, in the break, you know, like I said, we were gone for two and a half years, roughly. And in that time period, uh, you know, Robin has been an holistic health coach and uh, has always been interested in, um, you know, cooking as medicine. Right. And I have been teaching you guys about meditation techniques and some breathing techniques and, you know, philosophy of, uh, you know, calmness and, you know, turning stuff over to the divine for all of these years. During the break, we started looking and um, started started having things that were drawing us toward, um, uh, you know, the, the Near East, I guess, and uh, I now have a job working for a company in in India, and a lot of things all fell into place with a school that we found, actually mm-hmm. Robin found, and uh, uh, the uh, Yoga Veda Institute, and we I, have begun. Go ahead, I was going to say. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say I felt so blessed to have found the Yoga Veda Institute. Um, they made they took out they took away all the obstacles for me going back to school. Uh, they took everything out, out of my path and made this so easy and accessible. I can't thank them and be grateful enough uh, for for the help they have given me in getting me started on my road to becoming an Ayurvedic practitioner, something that I have wanted to do for many, many, many years. I've been practicing yoga at home uh, for oh my God, 20 years. It was the best thing when I was pregnant to do yoga. Um, It was my first child. I was 43 years old. I had been doing yoga for many years and I had her, went to the hospital, no drugs, 90 minutes, got there at 6 a.m. She was born 735. And I absolutely believe it was the yoga that did that for me. Um, And, you know, I've always done that part of it. But there was always something missing. I mean, in the past, I have always practiced. I had practiced Qigong. I've done Tai Chi. And I had always done yoga. And everything felt like it was really great, but that there was some component of it that was missing, right? So then I had became the holistic health coach because that was about nutrition and food and treating, you know, treating disease with food as medicine. And then one day I was sitting there and I'm reading some stuff about Ayurveda and it just all sort of clicked together for me. Like, oh, the yoga and the spiritual practice and and the tenets that they have, uh, you know, that they believe that we need to be in nature to be spiritually fulfilled. And the food is medicine and the spices and the herbs and the cooking. It was just like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly who I am and what is important to me. So if you're somebody that is curious about Africa and doesn't really know anything and doesn't know anybody who's involved in it or knows anything about it, I'm here tonight to talk a little bit about it um, and give you a sort of an introduction to Ayurveda. And uh, for those of you who do not know me, I am a certified holistic health coach and I have been for eight years. Um, I do have a small practice, but this this Ayurveda just put it all together for me. And I am so blessed and, and thrilled to be able to talk to you about this tonight. And okay. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> yeah, let me jump in for a second. Yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, this is, I mean, we are here tonight to talk about, you know, our new venture. Uh, you know, with Ujvala Radio, we are launching um, the Ujvala Ayurvedic and our Ayurveda and Yoga Center. And we are going to be, uh, through our individual expressions, uh, representing or expressing to our, um, our neighbors and to our community the sister sciences. And we'll talk more about that in just a minute. I do want to remind you, for those of you who have not been with us for a while, which is you know, two and a half years, this is a call-in show. We're going to mm-hmm. be answering your questions here tonight. So uh, there is a chat room, and I see uh, uh, one or two people in the chat room already. You can type your questions in the chat room. You can also call in. The number to call in, and this is if you're in America, it's a plus one if you're outside America. If you're in America, it is 646 564 
800-646-9714. And again, if you're outside America, just type uh, hit the plus one before that. And that's 646-564-9714. And uh, get on the air with us and ask your questions, and uh, we'll be able to help you out. Also, mm-hmm. also if yes. you are if you're if you're on the uh, Blog Talk Radio and you can see the chat room, in the chat room I posted links to the Avuretic Practitioner Program for Avir, uh, for Yoga Veda Institute, um, and all you have to do is copy that link and put that link in your URL, uh, you know, in the URL bar, the search bar, and it'll take you directly to the page where you can get more information about the Avuretic Practitioner Program at Yoga Veda Institute. And uh, let me tell you something. These people are amazing. I feel so much like I'm surrounded by like-minded sisters and brothers and people who are all pulling together. But, I, I mean, I've gone, I've done online school before. These people are face-to-face with you on Zoom. They, you call them, and they are responsive. You have an issue. You do something stupid because we all do something stupid once in a while with our computer or something happens. You can't get in. I had an issue today, as a matter of fact. Couldn't get in, and the woman actually – I mean, she went out of her way to help me, uh, knowing that it was short notice. And I mean, these people are just really amazing, uh, and I'm, I'm just so blessed and grateful to them. So – so go to the link if, and, ch- and you just, well, just copy that link out of the chat room and take it over to your, your bar and type it in and, and go straight to the, to the information about the Averetic Practitioner Program. And there are some other links there, too, which we'll, we'll explain yeah. later. Yep, and we're also going to be posting those on our individual Facebook pages uh, yep. later uh, tonight after the show. Yep. Uh, if you cannot get into the chat room, uh, if you're listening and, you know, without a computer and without a screen – uh, you know, please continue listening uh, mm-hmm. and uh, call in if you can. But uh, look at our Facebook pages, and we will be posting uh, free links uh, to mm-hmm. different aspects of the uh, uh, Yoga Veda Institute uh, right. Facebook, and, or and, their pages. So, and, and also, if you for some reason you know can't get on Facebook or you don't like to Facebook because a lot of people are staying off Facebook right now, right now. Excuse me. You can email me directly at Robin, R-O-B-I-N, at Ujvala, U-J-J, V as in Victor, A-L-A, A-Y-C, Aburetic Yoga Center, dot com. And that'll go straight to my email, and I will get it, and I'll send you the link if that's if that's the only way that you think you can can get it. Because okay. I really well, I really I was, want to I share this program with the you. Info. I was going to send them to the info at. Oh, it doesn't uh, matter. Either Gavin, way. <laughs> yeah, either way. Uh, I will get it either uh, way. So, but, uh, yeah, certainly uh, email us at the uh, uh, Robin at uh, com or uh, info at UjvalaAYC.com. Um, yeah, I, I was just going to say, you know, Robin was talking about how much she's loving the uh, the classes and you know, I, I have to jump in and talk about how much I am enjoying, um, you know, learning, you know, learning the depth of uh, some of these practices. I have been using guided meditations, and many of you have heard, um, you know, dozens of my guided meditations as we've done online ritual and and you know a variety of things. But the the depth of learning. Uh, that I'm getting from the the. I mean, we had a five week class just on meditation techniques, um, mm-hmm. and really digging into meditation. Uh, we've had uh, no, today. I was in a, a two hour class on introduction to Sanskrit. Uh, classes on movement. We're getting ready to have a class this month on uh, anatomy. All of this is in the uh, yoga teacher training program mm-hmm. that I'm in, I'm enrolled in, mm-hmm. uh, learning about the, the, the sister science, you know, Ayurveda is the uh, medicine and uh, the sister science to that is yoga and the movement and the mind and all that goes with it. So, uh, you know, Ayurveda is such a buzzword these days. You know, you hear people you know, talking about Ayurveda this and Ayurvedic that, and, you know, it, it's, it's 
really, it is closely aligned with yoga. You know, Iyer means life in Sanskrit. And then also in Sanskrit, Veda means study of. So Ayurveda is the study of life. And as Robin's already mentioned, it's a holistic healing system. Uh, It's very, very ancient, uh, 3,500 years old, probably the first written medical texts in the world uh, were in India with the Ayurvedic texts. And it incorporates diet, herbs, body work, uh, breath work that we are, you know, we're mentioning the, the yoga postures, which, you know, I'll be working with, uh, meditation, uh, and all of this is medicine. All of this is about healing and wellness. So while the yoga part of it is the spiritual practice, the Ayurveda is the healing system. So they're like, uh, you know, two branches on the same tree or as we you know, refer to them, the sister sciences. So. Right. Um, and Ayurveda uh, emphasizes, emphasizes the science of longevity, and it focuses on promoting good health through lengthening your life. I know some people a few years ago may have read the National Geographic uh, series they did on blue zones and where people live the longest. Um, and Ayurveda is certainly a way to create your own little blue zone in your own house by taking good care of yourself. And Ayurveda recognizes the fundamental truth. And, you know, it's funny, we're finding out more and more about this. Now, remember that this is 3,500 years ago is the first written information about Ayurveda, but it was probably in practice even before then. Um, It just wasn't written down. And they say, the closer a person is to nature, the closer they are to good health, and the further one wanders away from nature, the more they suffer. This is because Ayurveda believes that the individual and nature are intertwined. Um, We can't live outside of nature. And therefore, Ayurveda recommends that we align our inner nature, our self, with the outer self, the environment. And then we live in harmony with the circadian rhythms, and we nourish ourselves by eating locally sourced and fresh food. Um, yeah. Ayurveda, well, I mean, Ayurveda believes that no, <laughs> no canned food, no frozen food. It has, it has no prana, no life, no life force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once it's been processed, well, it's of no value. Yeah. Well, many of you remember that, uh, you know, for, for the years that Robin and I have been talking together on the radio, we True. have been talking about being closer to our food. We've been talking about our garden here. And, you know, and, you know, I always, I always said that the more, the closer we were to our food, the more connected we were to the seasons, the more connected we were to the divine and the, mm-hmm. and the, the cycles of the, of the year. And Robin's always talked about how close we were to our food being how healthy we are. So mm-hmm. here we are one more way that uh, this, this, of living and learning and eating has come full circle to all the things we've been teaching already. And it's just right. exciting to have this uh, new aspect uh, to our mm-hmm. teachings and to our lives. Right. And, you know, um, this by no means is some like weird fad diet that, oh, you just have to do this, you know, this, this one, this Joe's diet and Joe's diet is going to be the answer to all your things. And you have to eat like this forever. And it's one size fits all. Ayurveda recognizes that there's no one size fits all approach to your health because everybody's an individual. So they say what may be a superfood for one person could be harmful to another. Um, and this explains why there are so many, um, natural hearing, healing theories and different diets, and they all seem to tell you different things, and it gets so confusing, and oh my gosh, you know. Um, but Ayurveda works out the idea that people are different. And um, Some every of them person. Are really different. Yeah, well, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but every. Then <laughs> every person um, has different needs and different things that need to be uh, sort of puzzled into their individual. Uh, Human, you know, their individual body and their and their their health needs, and so they they're in Ayurveda they're treated differently, and they have 
techniques that they've discovered to do that successfully. I mean, remember, 3,500 years, folks. I mean, this is, this is goes back yeah. a long time. A lot of trial and error there. You know, a lot of research. And, what do they call it? R&D, and right? Of, right, and a lot of different people. Um, mm-hmm. So, so what we're going to try to do tonight? Well, what we're going to do tonight? Um, uh, we are going to uh, work through. Uh, learning how to align ourselves, and and I'm saying us because I'm going to work through some of this with you guys. Um, uh, going uh, aligning ourselves with nature, and we're going to discover um, to a certain degree. We're not going to go through all the worksheets tonight, uh, but we are going to tell you how to find some stuff. But we're going to look at how the different uh, body types and the imbalances. Uh, can lead to uh, disharmony in our lives and in our our health and look at how that can be balanced back uh, through uh, the proper foods that we eat and uh, how we how we move how we breathe all of this can be pulled together into a single um, outlet for um, uh, for wellness but it's going to be very individual that's the very cool part about this and so uh, we're going to look at how we bring mind and body and uh, all of it back to good health. But before we get into all of that, uh, we're looking like we're about 20 minutes after the hour. So okay. uh, I think it's time for a short break. I'll let everybody digest what we've thrown at them. And <laughs> uh, we'll be coming back. Um, we've got a little bit of uh, uh, music that we have tracked down, it is uh, excerpts from a sitar recital uh, at the uh, Indian um, Cultural Institute, I knew I'd get it, um, in, uh, in Delhi. And I've uh, got an excerpt from that. i remind you that we are taking calls tonight at 646 and uh, let's go ahead and listen to some uh, sitar music, and we'll be back a uh, little over five minutes. So stick around, and we'll look forward to talking with you.
Thank you for listening to Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. And now, back to the show. And welcome back, everybody. This is Terry Power and uh, Robin Power. You still there, Robin? Yes, I am. made it back. All right. Yes. Um, I just wanted uh, to... Go ahead. I'm sorry, honey. I just wanted to remind everybody that if you are interested in um, finding out more information about Ayurveda and perhaps becoming an Ayurvedic practitioner, um, there's that link in the chat room. Or if you uh, want to email us, I can send you the link or you can find the link on our Facebook page. Um, Terry, what was the email address you wanted to use? (laughs) I'm going to make him do it. (laughs) Yeah, info. I-N-F-O, info at ujvalaayc.com. That's uh, ujvala, U-J-J-V-A-L-A.com. And, of course, ujvala is love. So uh, Ujvala AYC is Ayurvedic Yoga Center. So uh, check us out there, or just give us an email there. But again, check out our Facebook pages. Right after the show, we'll be posting these links. Um, there's there's three links we're going to post. Uh, one's about being a coming an Ayurvedic practitioner. One is about an Ayurvedic health counselor, and then one is the sister science link that Robin's going to talk a little bit more about in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, we, we kind of finished up. We were just about to launch into um, two principles that exist in Ayurveda. And some of you out there will, some of this will sound kind of familiar because it goes across lots of different cultures. Um, the first principle is that like increases like. Um, like. Like attracts like. So like increases like. And opposites balance. So opposites balance each other. So according to Ayurveda, Anything um, can be recommended uh, as a medicine, but for one individual, but for somebody else, it could be harmful or be almost like a poison to them. It could make them not well. Uh, So it depends on the individual and their situation. So in Ayurveda, we uh, look at a person's individuality through the lens of the elements um, and, uh, you know, fire, water, water. Earth uh, and uh, ether uh, is is one that they have. So, vata is cold, and it's it increases in cold weather. And this because increases like, and in the contrary, in the warm weather in the summer, vata balances itself a little bit more. And anything, as we were talking about, can be considered a medicine in Ayurveda. You know, food, spices, herbs. Uh, walking or any kind of exercise, yoga, meditation, music, sound therapy, my friend Dave Miller out there who does sound therapy, uh, massage, uh, just to name a few. And uh, But those are all considered medicines in Ayurveda, something that you know mm. Western medicine really doesn't even think about. Um, you know, sound medicine can also include mantras. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, mudras, the I mean, sound of our own voice. Right. And, and, you know, the the meditation in your hands in a certain position, the mudra, uh, is also, you know, part of that breath work, pranayama. Uh, these are all ways we heal ourselves. It's all medicine. Um, so there are some examples um, that we can talk about. Uh, you know, if you wanted to warm the body and, and increase the warming of the body. And what are some examples of food, for for example, that would warm the body? Um, well, I mean, if you're trying to warm the body against, you know, balancing that cold, I mean, you could just eat right. a hot food. I mean, you know, exactly. It's a nice it's warm pretty, bowl of soup. Right. It's, you know? it's really pretty simple. Um, also, yeah. there's the theory uh, of. Well, I was, going to, I was just going to add that, um, you know, if we wanted to add to the internal fires, in mm-hmm. our bodies, the you know, the mm-hmm. We could, uh, you know, eat ginger or peppers. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of foods that would increase agni. So, I mean, right. We- there are actually um, 
uh, you know, for those who aren't familiar with the term Agni, it's A-G-N-I, and it's a digestive power uh, of the body. And it's defined as the, uh, the enzymes and the bacteria in your system. Then they, these are the, 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 those bacteria and enzymes that are present from your mouth all the way to the end of your digestive system at your, at your sphincter, at your anus. Um, I know. And um, it's, let me say Ayurveda is much less hung up about talking about like the color of your poo and did it float or did it not? I mean, if they are way more down to earth about bodily functions than we are in the West and it's so healthy and refreshing. I mean, honestly, just in the few classes that, you know, people are talking about this, you can see the discomfiture of the people who are from Western cultures talking about this versus other people. It's, it's fascinating. It's so, it's wonderful psychology uh, to, to observe. Um, and even for myself, it's, you know, a little uncomfortable. Hey, did your poop float today? Oh, well, you know, it's fun. Um, <laughs> I know. So, but, um, so you can correct uh, this, this digestive fire uh, in lots of different ways, things that you eat, um, things that you do. So like if you eat a, a really good homemade yogurt, that's full of probiotic, um, that's a one way to, to help your, your agni or, or light that digestive fire and, and increase that fire. Um, certain herbs, uh, Terry talked about ginger. There's also um, uh, something called CCFT, like a tea that you drink. It's uh, cumin, coriander, and fennel in equal parts. Um, that's really uh, often taken thing to help increase the, the Agni. Um, some people use fasting. Some people use fasting um, and just, um, sorry, depending on your, depending on your dosha, the vata, the pita, or the kapha, whichever dosha you are, uh, there's prescriptions for how many days you should fast and what kind of fasting is best for you. Um, there's a, a food, which is basically uh, uh, mung beans and rice, um, called kichiri, and which is a good mono diet fasting um, for just about every dosha. It's a, it's a really good thing to eat, eat that for a few days. Um, and it will clean out your system and, and make you feel better. But if this is something you're interested in, you probably should have a consultation with an Ayurvedic uh, practitioner. Yeah. Also, I mean, a, a mono food. I was just going to say a mono food is fasting. You know, we think in the West about fasting as in, you know, no food, you know, exactly. only, flu, only fluids. But mm -hmm. um, you know, the the uh, you know, mono mono diets mm -hmm. in uh, Ayurveda. Uh, account as fasting, so it's not like you're, you know, running around hungry for two or three days. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's a mono diet. Now, the, the right. funny thing, if I if I can interject here, um, when I was talking to a coworker, and again, I've already mentioned that I work for a company in India, and I was I was talking with a, a coworker about a mono diet fasting program that Robin and I were going to do um, a few months ago, and uh, I was talking about Kitchery and he was laughing so hard because in the part of India where he grew up, uh, Kitchery is kind of a, a colloquial term for uh, everything is all messed up. And you can put in whatever word for messed that you want to. Um, <laughs> and so it's all, it's all in a Kitchery. Um, and it, and it goes to what is kitchery. It's like you know, Robin said. It's it's uh, uh, dal and uh, you know dal and rice, you know mung uh -huh. beans and rice. But it's um, but then you can throw anything uh, other stuff into it, and that's part of um, applying it to and balancing it with your uh, particular uh, dosha or what you're seeking to balance in your diet. And uh, so it's it's fascinating, uh, you know. And Robin's teaching me all the stuff that she's learning. So I, I sound like I know what I'm talking about just for you know, ten seconds there. So Robin, okay. now start um, start talking again. So I've run out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so so the last two things that are important for really turning up the agni, that digestive fire, um, is lifestyle behavior patterns. 
um, making sure that you're eating the, your biggest meal in the middle of the day, uh, whichever time. They actually take this right down to what time of the day is best for certain doshas to eat their biggest meal. Um, but again, something that you can talk to somebody once you know your own dosha. And we're going to talk about how to find out your own dosha um, and what your dosha is later. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And it's free. So, um, so, so um, your biggest meal during the day. And then also they, uh, in Ayurveda, they really don't, want you to drink super cold beverages. So they, they sort of discourage the use of ice and they say, you know, it, it interferes with the en- enzymes that work uh, in our bodies to, to it makes our, or makes our uh, stomach have to work harder uh, and the enzymes in our stomach uh, work harder to digest our food. Um, so also exercise, exercise is a great way to keep those digestive fires burning. Athletes have great Agni, um, and they, you know, can eat just about anything they want and stay fit and trim because they exercise so much. And, of course, sleep. Sleep is so important. We're finding out more and more how important sleep is for people. Um, and um, they also recommend occasionally like a one-day juice fast to rest your your intestines and your bowels and all the processes that help digest food. You know, everybody needs a rest at least once a year, right? So one vacation a year. So you know, maybe take one day a year. Sometimes they say it's best for the day that you were born on your birthday to um, um, have that be the day that you fast. Although most people in Western culture want to eat cake on their birthday. So I don't know how good that would be. Maybe the day after your birthday would be better. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and no snacking, you know, the persistent eating, like we talk so much in this, in this culture, you know, small, often frequent meals are what's really good for you. Well, that might be good for people with certain medical conditions, um, but it's not really good for everybody. And the best thing is to do is have three substantial meals and try to keep snacking, you know, totally at bay if you can, uh, you know, if in between you're eating meal, you're, you're, you're eating a big meal and then you're having snack in between, it, your body doesn't have a chance to burn the fat and it doesn't really um, light that agony, that fire doesn't, you know, uh, blaze up by burning all that fat. It's, it's, been, it's burning the fat in between the meals. So if you're feeding it, it's, it's not, uh, it doesn't have a chance to really, you know, burn fat effectively between meals. And... My favorite, the single most powerful way to um, bring back your Agni to make your, to start those fires. What do you do when you want to start a fire? You blow on it. You give it oxygen. So pranayama, which is the breath work, you breathe. And, you know, if you, they, what's that saying? You breathe, breathe fire, right? You breathe into the fire and it'll, it'll make the fire come alive. Um, Everybody, anybody who's ever been to a campfire in the Girl Scouts, you know, trying to get a fire going, you're, you're fanning it with a, with a cardboard box or blowing on it or um, oxygen makes fire happen. So it makes sense. Um, So yeah, I kind of went astray there wanting to explain the Agni, uh, the Agni, (laughs) because it's, it's so important to, to everybody's health. And it really, a lot of people are talking about it these days with, you know, should I take probiotics? Should I not take probiotics? But um, so uh, let's get back to talking about the doshas. Uh, We talked about Vata. Uh, Vata is uh, dry. And, um, and so in the dry weather and dry foods increase Vata. And uh, some examples of dry weather would be. Um, well, I don't know. Some I, of the places I've traveled to, you know, like you know, Las Vegas or, you know, or uh, Dubai. There's some, there's some dry. You know. mm-hmm. And the desert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, or even, or even around here in the fall when the leaves sort of, you know, fall and they, and they are dried out and the, the wind's blowing the dry leaves around. Um, yeah. It's yeah, certainly about so, the only dry time here. Yeah, true. Yeah, we live in the mountains of <laughs> Pennsylvania. It's like always wet. Um, so um, the opposite in Ayurveda of dry is oily. Um, and so if you think about it, you know, what would be some good ways to incorporate oil in our diet and in our lifestyle? Um, oftentimes, Robin, you know, I, I, Robin doesn't like the taste. But I actually oh. enjoy a couple of tablespoons of ghee, mm-hmm. which is 
Uh, I mean, what uh, what do we call that in the West? Um, um, clarified butter. Clarified butter, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what ghee is. Uh, let's face it. You 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 know, take off the the solids, and you're left mm-hmm. with just the just the, the just the melted butter, and all that melted butter goodness. And <laughs> I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the I I love the flavor of it. And, you know, a couple of tablespoons of that uh, in the morning, uh, particularly when you're doing a, a, a mono diet and, you know, trying to cleanse out the system a little bit, that is a, a great way to get oil back into your diet. So True. But, I mean, there's other, other foods that are naturally oily. Uh, but then there's also the oil can be applied from the outside. So you can do self-massage with oil mm-hmm. or uh, better yet, maybe, um, you know, you guys know we've worked on, we've done couples workshops. What about a couple uh, wakes up a few minutes early in the morning and starts their day um, with a, a, a mutual uh, oil uh, massage uh, or end the day with it? You know, I mm-hmm. mean, how, how nice would that be? I mean, we're, we're locked up together. We might as well enjoy uh, <laughs> being with our partners. So That's true. <laughs> Um, but I mean, those are some of the ways that we can get oil into our diet or our lifestyle, depending on, you know, if you want to take mm-hmm. it internally or apply it externally. Yep. So, um, I want to want to talk a little bit more about the dishes that are so important, and everybody needs to know what their dosha is and and how they know whether or not they're in balance, because that's a really common question that I get. Um, so when we're Actually, born, at the moment of I'm, – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me break in here. Uh, we are uh-huh. at a quarter of a quarter before, before the hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't we take another very short break and listen to another uh, bit of recital music. Okay. And then we'll, then we'll come back and wrap up and, uh, and take a couple of questions. So uh, everybody stick around for just a few minutes, and we'll be right back after this. Okay.
Thank you for listening to Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. And now, back to the show. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Ujvala Radio with Terry Power and Robin Power. Hi, guys. Hi, Robin. Hi, honey. Hey, made it back. Still back. You made it yep. back. This is good. I did. <laughs> All right. Okay, so so, so just uh, a few one more things. Time, one more time, let okay. me give the call-in number. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me, let me give I'll, the call-in number. Sorry. One more time, uh, 646-564-9714. So uh, you got about uh, 10 more minutes if you want to get your uh, questions in. Uh, get it in the chat room or uh, call us at 646-564-9714. Robin. Okay, so a couple things uh, that I'll try to cover here quickly. Um, so I started to say the unique, um, everybody's unique combination of doshas happens at conception, you know, before, at the moment of conception that were conceived. And that's called your prakruti. And that's um, what your doshas are meant to be and how they're meant to be in balance. And what happens is as we grow up, we acquire imbalances from maybe emotional baggage or habits or things that happen to us or things that we just fall into. Uh, and that's called your vikruti. So that's the current state of the three doshas. You're either in balance or in, uh, or an in, or in, imbalance, not in balance. And that's what we treat as a Ayurvedic practitioner. We want to bring you back into balance of your doshas of the elements um, that those doshas represent. So vata, um, wait a second. Before I before I go through that, um, all organic and inorganic matter is composed of the five elements. Everything, in other words, in the world, is composed five elements, and those elements, of course, are ether, according to Ayurveda, ether, air, fire, water, and earth. So the doshas represent those elements. So vata is ether and air, and that's the, we talked a little bit about this before, dry, light, cold, uh, rough, uh, mobile, clear, energetic, um, can sometimes be a little spacey and airy. Um, I was going to say flighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and pitta is fire and water, and you know, hot, sharp, light, uh, quick-moving, um, almost like a liquid, you know, how fire always is, is in motion like liquid, um, but also uh, has an oily component. You know, think of the ash being oily. And kapha, which is water and earth, heavy, slow, cold, um, uh, dense, sticky, cloudy, hard, you know, all the things you can think of with water and earth. And again, like increases like and opposites balance. So heavy would balance light, slow would balance sharp, cold balances hot, and oily balances dry. And we talked a little bit about that. Um, ether rests within the body's empty spaces. So the mouth, the, the nostrils, the nose, your throat, and your gast- gastrointestinal tract. And the element of air. Uh, it kind of governs the movement of everything in your body, the, the pulse, pulse of your heart. Uh, when you, you know, in, inhale and exhale, the contraction ex- and expansion of your lungs, your nerve impulses, and the thoughts, your thoughts that flow, the flowing thoughts, you know, kind of like stream of consciousness. Um, fire in the body, is, it governs your metabolism. Because we talked about that to Agni, right? Um, body temperature and your digestion the think the analytical you know, that kind of feeling and water is expressed in the fluidic matter in your body your saliva and your blood your here's a big word <laughs> cerebrospinal thank you fluid <laughs> that's why i keep him around folks he can say the big words uh, and your tears of course that's the the water <laughs> in your body and the earth is expressed in all your solid structures, your bones, your teeth, your nails, your muscles, your, your body tissues. Um, and so vada, again, is ether and air. 
and the, the pitta is fire and water, and the kapha is water and earth. And vata is, uh, vata is spelled V-A-T-A, and pitta is P-I-T-T-A, and kapha is K-A-P-H-A, just in case anybody wants to look them up in their, you know, sometimes when you hear things spoken, you can't always spell them. So one of the things that um, is really cool about Yoga Veda, and one of the things that I actually was drawn to um, and sort of led me to where I am now is their sister science program. And one of the links that you see off in the chat box or that, you know, we can send to you um, is a link to their uh, introductory course on Ayurveda. So if you're somebody that's curious about Ayurveda and you're not really sure if it's for you and you want to know a little bit about it to sort of, you know, get your feet wet and understand a little bit more, you know, what we're talking about, um, you could go to that sister science link and sign up. It's a 10 day uh, sort of, you know, take it at your own leisure kind of course. It's all recorded, uh, but it teaches you a really good foundation to say, hey, now I have a better grip of this, everything she was talking about. And then you can come back and listen to the show and you'll understand it more if, you, if, if I lost <laughs> you at any point, because I know I'm so kind you, of flittering around. Um, being, being kind so, of vata. Right. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> if you want to know what kind of what, what your, your dosha is, whether you're vata, pita or kapha, you can go to the sister science and in the last lesson, in the very first lesson, their worksheet will tell you after that lesson, what your dosha is by it's a, it's a questionnaire and you fill it out. Uh, it only takes a few minutes and it'll tell you what your dosha is so that at least you will know uh, going forward. Um, well, I mean, it's, learned... also, it's going to tell you, you're not just your, your, you know, prakruti, your, your initial dosha. Mm-hmm. But it's going to talk about your current state of imbalance, your you know the kruti. Exactly. You know, it, people it tells talk you about both. what's your dosha. Well, you mm-hmm. know what's your dosha. What's your current state of imbalance? Is what you're treating. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, uh, vata people um, tend to be sort of tall, very tall or very short. And they seem to be kind of bony jointed. You know, have you ever seen somebody who's got like sharp elbows and knees? Um, and they usually have uh, dark eyes, eyes, and they tend to be, you know, darker haired, um, sometimes more darkly complected. You know, they might be easy, one of those people who easily tans. Um, they tend to be brunettes and have sort of uh, curly hair. Um, their teeth might be uh, not quite straight. They may have had braces when they were kids, like so many of us. Uh, and they are very talkative and a little bit chaotic and flighty. They, you know, a little bit like me, they're talking about this thing and, oh, and then I'm off up here. It's like squirrel. Remember that? The, the dog squirrel and he's off. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, of the Vata personality. And Pitta, um, they're sort of built in very proportionate sort of hourglass, you know, um, tend to have sort of fair skin, green eyes, hazel eyes, uh, red hair, um, can also, you know, sometimes be blonde, but sometimes tend toward an early graying and can even uh, be or some people who, who go bald sometimes early. Um, they are they tend to be sort of middle sized, you know, I'm, I've been a medium my whole life. Do we all hate people who say that? <laughs> Uh, so, um, uh, they, and they, and they are, um, sometimes very soft in their, in their, um, uh, how can I say this soft in their, in their look? They're not, they're not sharp, you know, um, like, like Vata would be sharp elbows. Um, and, um, they, they can sometimes be very direct, uh, and and they can seem, you know, to be almost argumentative or curt in in some at some times. Uh, and kapha uh, tend to be like larger framed people with big shoulders and big, you know, square hips. Uh, sometimes more athletic. Yeah, big boned, more athletic, um, and they're very calm, very laid back. Uh, they tend to be 
more palely complected. They will often have very thick hair, voluminous hair, keep their hair for a long time, probably not going to go bald. Um, and they're very sort of, uh, like I said, laid back and slow. It um, can be somewhat re reserved uh, if they're not comfortable in a situation. So that's just to give you a little bit of information about, you know, the different um, classifications and how we look at people from the different doshas. But definitely go to that Sister Science um, uh, link that's there in the chat box, and then that, and then that way you can find out your dosha. Just do the first lesson, and there are ten, I think there are nine or ten lessons in that first Sister Science free class that Yoga Veda offers, and um, uh, I learned so much, you know, and that that was the thing that really made me understand this is what I want to do. This is the right fit for me, uh, so I can't recommend it enough. No, absolutely. I and I agree. I've I'm I'm taking those classes as well, intermingled with the uh, other classes that I'm taking, and the stuff I'm starting this this uh, spring session. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the sister science is definitely some very interesting. Um, you know, whet your appetite, and uh, you will either be uh, fascinated and want to uh, join in and become a practitioner. Uh, or, you know, get into the yoga side like I have, or you're going to at least um, say, hmm, maybe I should find a practitioner and uh, see how this can be applied in my life. So mm -hmm. either way, you're going to get, you know, you're going to find uh, some very interesting and useful information in the Sister Science program. So um, yeah. yeah, just go look at that link. It will be in the, it will be in the, uh, uh, Facebook pages at the end of the show, and if you don't uh, don't have Facebook, which who doesn't have Facebook? But if you uh, <laughs> if you can't get to Facebook, uh, our our pages. I'm I'm Terry Power. You can find me fairly easily. Uh, Robin, what is the uh, Facebook page that you most commonly use? Uh, they can find me at Robin Terry McKean Power. I believe is. <laughs> Facebook page uh, was originally created to be both our pages, and then I just sort of fell to me to to keep up. So I she just took it over. That. She took it. Yeah, over. yeah, I did. I took it over. I, I admit it. Um, <laughs> what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next show? I think we're going to do uh, how to boost your immunity with. Um, I think I, I think so. Yeah. Yep. So Ayurvedic through Ayurvedic herbs and foods and, and, and practices, how to boost your immune system, which is very timely right now. And um, I know a lot of people are out there on, on Facebook um, uh, offering that as well, but um, come join us and find out all the interesting things we have to say. And uh, then you can compare it to other things that other people are saying. The more, more information yep. you have, the better, right? So. Absolutely. Now, some of the other shows that we will have uh, coming up in uh, the next few weeks, um, we're going to be talking uh, more about uh, meditation. We're going to have a show uh, that's going to be geared primarily toward breathing techniques, which, you know, we'll see how that goes with the radio. We'll, we'll see if it works out. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, and if it doesn't, then we'll figure out something else to talk about that evening, but we'll uh, we're definitely going to give it a shot. And well, I, uh, we're also going to talk about some, uh, uh, our, our couples workshop. I think we were talking about and, uh, some guided meditation stuff. So what else are we going to say? Robin? Well, yeah. And we're also going to have a couple of, uh, special guests coming up. Uh, one of which is Marcy Munden, uh, who is a combo, uh, plant medicine shaman. And she'll be with us to talk about that aspect, uh, uh, what she does as far as healing and health and how it helps to heal um, emotional trauma and addiction. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all part of, you know, indigenous-type healings uh, and has been for many years. And I've known Marcy for over 20 years, um, and she's fabulous. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to having Marcy on. I have to set a date with her, but she's definitely, she, she's already signed up to say, yes, I want to come on the show. I can't wait to share my stuff with everybody. <laughs> um, 
and I, I'm, I'm hoping to perhaps, if I can talk them into it, maybe get some people from our school to come on and um, and and talk a little bit um, about their particular specialized topic. Um, so, but I have to, I haven't, I haven't even told them about that. So if somebody's listening, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll have I was, was going to say something to you about that after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you have, so if anyone from the Yoga Veda Institute is listening in, I do know I shared <laughs> the link with a couple of people today. So, mm-hmm. uh, Surprise! You're uh, you're you're invited. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody for being with us tonight, uh, welcoming us welcoming us back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been a long two and a half years of break. Now you know you go on sabbatical for a few months, and then two years later, you know you come wandering back in the door. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know what's what's that line from? Uh, uh, from Lord of the Rings, where he says, uh, uh, Bilbo always said, "Be careful where you put your next step, because it may you may not know where you're going to end up." So, you yeah. know, when you step out the door, you don't know where you might end up. And that's true. You know, here we are, come around, you know, two years later. So, thank you everyone yeah. for being a part of our our return. And Robin, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, for the last you know, two and a half years since uh, we took our break. Originally it was just a quick break and then the car accident happened and spent the next, the next two years trying to get things back, you know, six months before I could walk again and two surgeries on the arm. And it was just, it was just a lot. So um, the fact that I am functioning and I can do everything I did before and really have no permanent damage is amazing and again I am so grateful and part of that trip I think though brought me to right now to where I want to go forward and I want to help other people heal who've been through um, you know issues and and who have uh, autoimmune diseases or who just want to lose weight or anybody who's got anything that they need help with Um, that's that's what I've always wanted to do is help people heal so and having been through all these things in my life, my story, you know, I, I'll tell it some night from the beginning. Um, there's been a lot to overcome, and, and I'm just I'm super grateful that I am still here. Yeah. And one of these nights when we're uh, uh, when we're talking about uh, the spiritual side of this with the yoga. I Mm -hmm. probably will tell some of my story. Some of you guys out there have been with me through some of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the six years that I was on the air uh, before, you know, before the sabbatical, uh, some of you have been with me uh, through, uh, through some of the, uh, some of the best of it and the worst of it. So Mm -hmm. I want to take the learnings of what I was doing before adding in what we're learning now and bring together a practice to help people through some of the issues that I have survived from, uh, you know, I mean, you know, people, people struggle with this and I used to struggle with this, but, you know, talking about domestic abuse and, you know, how, you know, just emotional abuse, living in in an emotionally abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. how hard that can be. And, you know, men don't, you know, don't talk about that. So, Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's been a lot that that's that's gone on. So, using meditation, breathing, uh, the spiritual aspects of the sister science of yoga, uh, bringing that together. So, we've got a lot to talk about in the coming months. And uh, thank you guys for joining us, and I hope you enjoy the journey with us. So, uh, I think with that, it's just about time to say good night. Robin, did you have any final words? Nope, that was it. I am uh, ready to call it an evening, and we'll see everybody next week. And in the meantime, my tagline on my old show, Spiritual Wellness, Physical Health, was always spread the love. So I'm going to say spread the Ujvala, spread the love. Good night. All right, good night, everybody. 
for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Thank you.